Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is the only podcast that you need to ever listen to. This is the only media that you ever need in the world. We have all the informations. We have all the facts, even though facts don't matter. And this is Jaren. And this is number one dad, TJ. Is it bad to, to be self-proclaimed number one? I mean, what makes you number one? Like, how did you get to be number one? Well, I guess it's not self-proclaimed. Like, I got a I got a T-shirt a few years back that I was number one, and like, is this very kids tell me all the time that I'm the best daddy in the world. So, this is verifiable. I mean, they, they don't get to see other daddies or nothing, but yeah. <laughs> I don't get how I'm you doing verify pretty that. Good, they can call me the best. Okay, I mean, well, like I said in the beginning, facts don't matter. So, there you go. We don't. That's what it's about. We don't need that to uh, to necessarily be true. Hey, bro, happy Father's Day, man. I just want to let you know. Happy Father's Day to you, dog. That's kind of awkward to me. I don't like being told happy stuff. Especially like why? Father's Day by another guy. It's like, why are you telling me that? Dude, have a happy Father's Day. I'm proud of you for being a father, brother. Why? I'm proud of you for being a daddy. I was a father last week. I'm a father today. I don't know. This is a celebration. I'm celebrating you right now. I'm attempting to celebrate you, and you giving me a hard time about it. I guess, man. I saw. Um, I guess this is kind of problematic to bring it up now, but I saw this. Uh, oh, Byron, who was on the show, uh, anonymous, who did our uh, intro. Yeah. He um, had he made a post talking about um for got well he didn't make it he shared it let me just be clear he didn't actually make this post <laughs> but he said he had a post he shared a post where it said guys that's taking care of their kids should be getting uh unlimited head instead yeah of, uh, i'm with it i'm with it i'm in the crew so like i'm gonna I'm spit that to the wife right I'm like yo today's father's day I should be getting unlimited hit. You know what's fucked up? You know how much Father's Day don't matter? They were saying, I think he was saying, that person was saying period. You know how much Father's Day don't matter? Wow, how much? You I mean, want to know how much? How much? My whole fucking family is gone, dog. Like, the wife and kids, they on a trip out of town and shit. They ain't even here. Like, Father's Day is here and they not. They didn't even remember it was Father's Day. Actually, I didn't. <laughs> they was like, nah, schedule that shit for this weekend. All the weekends in June, this is the one that they choose. I yeah. See how they do. Yeah, I actually didn't even remember myself, to be honest. That yeah, um, it was Father's Day. I. So. I was reminded as well. Oh, yeah. But it comes for so many years of people not giving a shit about it. You know what, though? Uh, the Corporate Shoes listeners know that I'm not big on holidays anyway. I don't mind doing Mother's Day to celebrate mothers. They deserve as much celebration as they can get. So I'm cool with that. <laughs> oh, that's the post? That's the post. I forgot since we are now um, doing on video. a video and stuff. And and what's her name? Karan McCree? Yeah, that's the... That's Hell the, yeah, Karan. So... You need to be giving your man unlimited. Unlimited. You know what? How much head can you actually take in one day, though? Like, let's be real. How much can you actually take? Well, I guess this is for the ones who, like, you know, the chicks who be like, their jaws hurt or they tired. I'm saying unlimited, though. I'm thinking, like, that's multiple sessions, though. 
So once I get it once and I finish, like when one o'clock roll around, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it is Father's Day today. I'm gonna need you to come do me a favor. I mean, I mean, I guess it, your 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 yardage may vary, but yeah, unlimited, whatever that means to you. Nah, that's what it should be. It should just be nonstop until you take until you tap <laughs> until you tap out. So whatever that it's means. It's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like old country buffet or whatever. You just get as much as you want until you're done. I forget what rapper keep going back. Or it was like some rapper who said. Basically, chick was giving him a head till they nose bleed or something. I feel like it was C, I feel like it was C murder or somebody. <laughs> Why would your nose start bleeding though? I, I don't know, man. It's just so is much it like, pressure is it like or something. Dry air or something like there's not enough moisture in the air. It's that back. It's that back. <laughs> you got allergies or something. It's that back pressure, man. Did you breathe into so your nose? Nose bleed. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want head like that. Just, I just be clear. I know my wife listens to the podcast. Uh, I don't want head like that. I don't want my nose. I don't want to be damaged or hurt or uh, no. Your your bruised. nose. Your nose shouldn't bleed. Her nose is supposed to bleed. Oh, to her nose bleed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you Got cool it. with that? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well hey it's father's day like i worked hard this whole year to get this day if your nose bleed like I, you took it for the team you a champ she the real mvp right <laughs> so so I'm with that so apparently. so again let's just address this we, we're doing video again so i guess we're gonna be back on like youtube and stuff i mean we, we could should right? do it we could this right? works if this works out we going to the tube baby might Take as well. it to the tube. Might as well, man. Pick up a few extra. Because I know you want to see my ugly mug. Yeah, my hair is not. I know you want to see it. Yeah, sorry for being disrespectful and not having my hair cut. Uh, we just decided to do this at the last moment. So there you yeah, have man. it. There you have it. All right, there man. So, like you said, Father's Day. Um, you know what? We we know that people don't give a shit about fathers, but let's talk about what people really don't give a shit about. And that's stepfathers. <laughs> right. If you thought fathers got treated bad, stepfathers gets no love. Yeah, it's got to be so, pretty bad for them. Um, <laughs> because the kids really, I mean, most of the time the kids don't fuck with them. Yeah. I guess depending they, on the well, age. Well, if, if they come in younger, yeah. it might be different. Yeah, I guess But if you coming into the picture... And the kids are 12, 13, 14. If the kids are in their teens, you can fucking forget about it. I mean, unless you come in with money and taking them places and showing them shit they ain't never seen before, you done. And the yeah, and done. and they can't have a father either. Their father has to be completely absent. Yeah, they the father ha he has to be an absentee father. So he either has to just be gone, a deadbeat, a piece of shit, or deceased. Because so, if, if he's there... It's gonna be hard for you, brother. Right, and and we're of course speaking from experience. Uh, we yeah, man, I I have experience in this. So we we want to share some uh, some some stories from our childhood <laughs> regarding uh, us having these stepfathers. I didn't have a stepfather. You didn't have a stepfather. I didn't have a stepfather. I could have sworn you did. Wait, wait, I could have sworn you nah. did, man. Like I nah, remember, my mama's I remember coming over and uh, there was a dude was named a man, Maurice. Man. 
And I could have yeah. sworn he wasn't he wasn't your biological father. Your mother he had married him. Yeah. And the, so that makes, that makes him, him my mama's husband. Yo, what? <laughs> that makes him my mama's husband. <laughs> he wasn't my stepdad, yo. Yeah, so that's like rule number one. Like it's like you said, once you're a certain age, that guy So I was twelve. Yeah, that I was twelve. Yeah, that guy is definitely just mother husband territory. So hold on, I was twelve, and my dad was the real MVP back then. He was the okay. real MVP. So was, there was nobody coming in taking his spot. He was starting on the championship squad. Wasn't nobody taking his spot, bro. I okay. don't care who was walking in. So, all right. So do that you, was my mama's husband. So, so do you have any particular memories of this experience that you want to share? Or so check so. Let's let's get this started off right. I can't take credit for the phrase my mama's husband. That that phrase was coined by my boy Steph P. Okay. Steph P coined that term. I think he was the first one in the crew who had a stepdad. And we was like, "Yo, that's your new dad, dog?" He's like, "No. No, that's my mama's husband." Oh, and okay. I, I was like, "You know what? That has a nice ring to it. See, by the time I met you know Stefan, by the time I met him, um, that guy was gone. Yeah, that guy, that guy was out of there. His mother was single the w- whole time I knew her, or knew him. Oh, okay. This okay. was only a few years. Well, well, nah, man. Um, I mean, she might have been getting banged the, out. She might have been getting banged out when we wasn't around. That's possible. But, that's possible. Hey, people have needs. Though. But people as far as needs. I, as far as I can see, she was, you know, what I'm saying she was, she was just holding it down in the in a basement. Yeah, man. And I don't mean any shade by that. That's just where her room was. It was in the in the basement. That's what she liked her place to be, man. She wanted to be comfortable and she wanted other people to be in another place. But that's neither here nor there. Steph P coined the phrase his mama's husband. And when my mama got married, that shit made sense to me. Steph P's dad was in the picture. He loved his dad. So this new guy wasn't finna come through. Uh, actually, but Steph P was younger than me, though. I think he was like 10 or 11. I don't know what his beef was with the new guy. He was a church-going man and everything. So I don't know what his beef was. But when it came to be my turn, I took a page out of Steph P's book. And homie was my mama's husband. Okay. So I employed that same thought process when I was 12. All right. Now, so check. This is how homie got in. Okay. I remember this very vividly. Homie was the cable guy. All right. And was he like originally? He was originally the cable guy or did he just he so happen? He was originally the cable guy. Okay. And he shot his shot and my mom let him slide through. So you stand so, in there, you stand in there like, oh shit, man, we about to have Nickelodeon and and, and all this shit. I wasn't, and I, wasn't HBO. I wasn't around. And or you I, all I knew Oh, is, you just came home and you warning. had it. Yeah, I was getting a warning that cable might be going away. But it never went away, and then homie was coming around. <laughs> oh, so he saved y'all. Yeah, yeah. Because he, the cable was about to get cut off, and he hooked it up. Yeah, yeah, he hooked it up, and so uh, so can we, he kept. And from what I understand, he kept he kept trying to get at my mom's, and my mom's wasn't trying to hear it. I was just gonna and say, can we can we be frank for you for a second here? Yeah. So yeah, so um. I mean, we're all adults here. So basically, okay. the cable guy, this is back when cable guys could just hook you up with the cable. You know, they didn't right, have to have right. a, they just could plug it up and be like, up, oh, forget it, you know. Yeah. 
and he was basically trying to use his cable to try to basically slide in to shoot a shot yeah definitely like i mean like look, he he felt like he had enough power being a cable man that he can like knock down chicks behind it uh cool. i don't know i mean if i was a cable guy that that is a power and i would feel like i have some sort of power so were cable guys I mean, like the po- most powerful niggas in the in the in the streets back then no nah, maybe maybe the telephone man maybe the telephone man you think the telephone? Because you never right? saw you never saw the electric guy. You never saw him. Well, so. yeah, but he didn't. I mean, obviously he can cut your power on and off. But the cable man, like they could like hook you up with HBO and everything. So yeah, but you need that phone though, dog. There was no cell phones back then. You need the phone. Okay. So the phone guy. You ever saw the telephone man? You know what I'm saying? They never made I guess a. You saw the cable. They never made a I movie. Guess you saw the cable. They never made a movie about the telephone guy. They made a movie called That's The Cable true. Guy. They made a song about it, though. They made a song about it first. True. Mr. Telephone. Man. True. All okay. Right? Touche. So, all right. So, homie, homie, I guess he would, that's what he had to shoot his shot. From what I understand, he was trying to get out of for a while, and it wasn't working out, and he shot a shot, and this time, she let him slide through. Next thing I know, she's dating this guy. Now, when homie was outside of his uniform, his car was cold. He had a, like a... He had an Oldsmobile. It wasn't a Cutlass. What was it? Stepdads always uh, drive Oldsmobiles, by the way. Dog, it was like it's like a, well, like a requirement because Oldsmobiles don't exist no more. I mean, the Oldsmobile of the eighties and nineties. And it was like That's it was like drove. the big joint too. Like it wasn't a small boy. It was the big joint, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a Cutlass though. What the? F- what was it? Anyway. He had, the, he had a he had an Oldsmobile. It wasn't old school. It if was it was car, if it wasn't a Cutlass, does it even matter? Like that's the only one that was good. That's the only uh, that was the only no, cool this one. Was, this this was more like the 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 family joint. Like, yeah, the big four door. It reminds sedan. me like it should have been a Buick. Is what it should have been. Yeah, because it was it was a long like family car. I, I don't even want to call it a sedan because it was so long. The shit was like a boat. But anyway, so homie had an Oldsmobile. It was it was clean, dog. It was clean as a whistle. It was always shining. I rode in it like a couple times. The gas was always super full. Like these are memories that are very vivid that I had. Uh, we went over to his crib. Crib was spotless, bro. Crib was spot. It looked like it looked like homie didn't even live in it. Yeah, the bachelor's pad. He never knew when he was gonna have to bring bring home one of the his cable customers. Yeah, exactly. He and, and and they kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> so dog. Uh No, he he cleaned up his shit because he knew y'all was coming. You know what though? I mean, it, if you living by yourself, is there really that much to clean up unless you just nasty? Dog? You would think like, so. You you a grown man, so yeah, dog, it shouldn't be that bad. And so my mom was must have been in her early thirties then, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, she was early 30s when she met homie. And so, homie is 30 years old. He got his own crib. Shit was looking clean. Car was on point. Super washed. Tank full of gas. It was all good, right? So, fast forward to when they became an item. All right? And so, they married now. And uh, the next memory I have is finding out that... uh, Everything in his crib was National Renter owned, dog. 
I live with something. And for those who don't know what National Rental Own is, is you basically go into this store that's like a supermarket for like home living, for home goods, and they have TVs, they have beds, they have everything for your crib, dog. They have coffee tables. They have Sega. They, they have, have Sega. decorations. They have paintings. They have everything. I remember the only the only thing I remember about National Rental Own. Uh, my my uh, friend Dwayne said that he. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, but this is the key though. So they got all this shit right, and you can buy it and take it to your house, and you pay on it on a weekly basis. So you rent it, and so you're renting it. You're like leasing it, and so you buy this TV, and it's a fourteen hundred dollar TV, but you're paying thirty two dollars a a week on it, which is like a hundred twenty eight dollars a month. And you pay that shit for 28 months or something. <laughs> and you paying a lot more than what that TV is worth. But you're basically renting it. So we went to this dude's rental house. Like everything in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> like for all I know, homie got it like a couple of days before we came through. It's like, so look, I need y'all to come. Yeah, y'all can come to the crib anytime you want. But look, why don't y'all just come next Saturday? No, 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 not tomorrow. Next Saturday. Why don't y'all come in? For all I know, he went and got the whole shit. Because all the shit was going to be there by then. Yeah, exactly. And so when homie moved in to our place, because we didn't go to his place. He came to our place. Of course. (laughs) He had nothing. When he moved in, all he had. Oh, the thing that he did have. I enjoyed it, though. He had like a 250 disc. A CD player with like some really tall, like uh, two foot high speakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two foot, three foot speakers. Right. And so it was a dope stereo set, which I believe was probably rent to own as well. But he was like, well, she already got a couch. She already got TVs. She ain't got this dope ass stereo. So I'm going to keep paying on that. So, so my only, re- my only memory of National Rent to Own, I've never, I don't even think I've ever been in there, but uh, my friend Dwayne. Has said that he was getting his Sega from there. He got a Sega Genesis. Oh from shit! There. They they had gaming consoles. Apparently, I want to say he was going to get a game from there too, but uh, they definitely had the consoles. So <laughs> I didn't know that. Yo, I didn't know that. And I was thinking right, it was such well. a lick to like to get one from there. I never it's did. Like, get yo. To a, Instead of going to the store and paying two hundred dollars for it, you can pay eight dollars a a week. I think you can <laughs> have that motherfucking. I think that's what he said. You know, he basically was like, he just you gotta pay eight dollars for it. I was like, how you get a Sega for eight dollars? You know? <laughs> oh man! So okay, homie moves into the crib, right? Yeah. So this is what I remember very vividly. Dude started changing rules and shit. So peep this now. I'm twelve years old. I've never, ever, ever had a phone time to get off the phone. My mom's never, she knew that I would get off the phone and I would wake up and go to school. She didn't give me a time. I never had a bad time. I knew what time to go to sleep to be productive at school. At 12, I, I didn't I didn't have that shit. Uh, well, when he came in the picture, he, he had a bad time. Like, I had to get off the phone at like 8.30 or some shit. Did you just have the one phone line? To be in bed by ten. Did y'all have just the one phone line, or did you have your own number? See, I think I got my own phone line when I turned thirteen. So at this time, we only had one phone. Okay. I think this is the time we only had one phone. Uh, 
Okay. I did end up getting my own phone line. I don't remember if I was 12 or 13. I think I was 13 because I, I ended up moving in the basement <clears throat> and uh, I had my own phone line then. But I remember when he was telling me about my bedtime and shit, I was still rooming with my my younger brother. And um, yeah, man, the time he had me going to bed. You know what? It did give me enough time to watch Mama's Family, though. So I was cool with that. As right. long as I, that's what I wanted to stay up and see Mama's Family. When Star Trek come on, I know that shit is too late because I ain't trying to watch Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek came on at 10 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's when homie talked about I had to be in bed and shit. And then this is the killer, though. My moms used to take me and Steph P to the mall. Like on the weekends, yeah. like, yo, we want to go to the mall. Can you take us to the mall? She'll ride us to the mall. Homie came through when he solidified his spot. Homie changing the rules. She, he like, yo, you ain't got to take him to the mall. Have him catch the bus. I'm like, catch the bus? I ain't got to catch no bus. My mom takes me to the mall, and she picks me up. And, like, I tried to reason with her, and homie brainwashed her, dog. That's all I can say. He brainwashed her. He, she stopped taking me to the mall and shit. She made me catch the bus. Wow. It seems like stepfathers always step in and fuck up everything. Yeah, they fuck up everything dog and if you want to be liked as a stepfather don't come in trying to fuck up everything you need to come in like with gifts you know what i'm saying you need to be coming in bearing gifts so you can be a friend joe you should basically don't be come santa in claus. fucking up everything you should basically be santa claus yeah okay so hold on we ain't we ain't done he brought baggage with him no, i'm okay? just saying i just want to jump in and interject that they seem to always fuck up everything yeah yeah hold on i just want to let you know i'm not done he brought baggage with him. He brought kids with him. Okay? So he his kids moved in and now they cramping my space because I had the whole basement to myself by this time. So his kids actually moved in. Dog, did you not hear me? They, actually they moved, moved in. in. Cramped my style, bro. Like I had the whole basement to myself. I had a couch down there. I had my bed down there. I had a weight set down there so I can pump a little iron and shit. And they cramped my whole shit. I had to share my room. I wasn't feeling that. Did you actually use so, the weights? Yeah, I did. Oh. Or I thought I did. I mean, I didn't have no plan, no fitness I was plan. Say, man, it, it didn't look like it back then. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I look small, but I wasn't no punk, though. I wasn't mm-hmm. no punk. You did do the backflip. So, yeah, man. Oh, you did! You now, did! You did lift up that grate that one time. Um, your keys got yeah. When Cortez I did that your keys and, in the thing. And Cortez tried to flip me that time in that fight, and I did that flip and landed on my feet. That like must have been agile, that must have been the weights. All that weight training Hell he was doing. Yeah, it was. It totally was. <laughs> I was open. I was open to being friends with the kids, though, bro. Okay. They, they was a uh, one was one year older than me. The other was two years older than me. All right, and one of the brothers, or the one that was one year older than me, we got the same birthday. We both left handed. And so we we bonded we bonded very easily you know what I'm saying we was left handed Libras together. back when it was that simple it used to be really simple to bond with somebody over some some uh, some shit like that yeah you definitely know? it's like oh shit you left handed too right. oh your birthday is when like yeah, oh we brothers crazy. yeah yeah and we brothers right yeah and then but physically we were complete opposites though. so 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 hold on he was taller and he was buff and all kinds of so stuff. question so these kids never came around before they were married nah they didn't even come I to visit these, i didn't know these cats bro so they actually got married and then for whatever reason they ended up moving in but they just never came to visit at all or nothing 
I don't know these cats, dog. I mean, granted, uh, they got married. I guess you can say pretty fast. It ain't like they dated for like ten years or no shit like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't recall how long they dated. But even if it was a couple my, of months, I mean, you would think the kids would have came around at least once. Nah. Or say, I don't know them yeah. cats, bro. Okay. I don't know them cats. Interesting. And so, yeah, man. So uh, physically, we were we were total opposites and shit. And the brother seemed cool at first, and then they start causing trouble. All right. Well, the younger brother was cool. So the one that's one year older than me, he was cool. But the the big brother, the one that's two years older than me, that fool started causing trouble. And so I tried to be cool with him. Fast forward a couple years, that nigga robbed me blind, bro. Robbed me blind. He took every stitch of clothing that I own except for the shit that I had on that day. He took my Eastlands. He took all my No Limit CDs I was buying. I was buying No Limit CDs every two right. weeks. I must have had like 15 CDs. That was just No Limit. That's not including everybody else. That's not including my DJ Quick Safe and Sound. That's not including my death certificate CD. That's not including none of that. Uh, he took the Super Nintendo. And so, get this, he took 007 too. So how old, he took 007. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Um, how, how old were you? At this point, sixteen. So he was eighteen. Sixteen, seventeen. So yeah, he's eighteen, he like nineteen. 17. Okay. Yeah, he he did some shit to get kicked out the house, and he conned his brother to let him in, and he let him in, and he walked him out. But I think what he did was he he unlocked one of the doors on his way out. Why do he just came in when everybody was gone? How do I, why do I not remember this happening? I mean, I, I remember you don't remember I rem me getting robbed. I remember blind, you bro? telling the story later, but I don't remember. Oh, you know, you know, I don't remember. Probably it. don't remember it because that was the year that I went to Career Academy. I went to Career Academy for for one year for, for oh, the okay. first semester of junior year. So I was wearing uniforms, uh, but he took he took everything. Even my uniforms. He even took my boxes, dog. He took he took every piece of every article of clothing that I had that was clean inside of drawers, and I feel like everything must have been clean because I didn't have nothing but what I was wearing. Okay. He took everything, dog. Everything. Okay. And to top it off, he took 007. That would be on Yo, Nintendo sixty four. Oh, I said Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo 64. He yeah. took the Nintendo 64. You're, you're, you're right about that. Absolutely disrespectful. And so, now this sounds like it's about the kids and everything, but nah, it's about my mama's husband because he bought the baggage with him. You know what I'm saying? So, what, did he do anything to rectify this? Like, did he ever get the stuff back? Homie wasn't good with money, so that's the next thing. So No, no, no. I mean, he never went back to his son and got the stuff back, though. Nah. Now that I think about it, I don't know why he didn't or why he couldn't. I mean, so I don't think he can find a son. I don't know if he looked for him or what. I don't know what happened man, with him. Man, come I on, I just man. know I didn't have shit. Jay-Z can get 92 bricks back, but <laughs> your stepfather can't get GoldenEye? First of all, it's my mother's husband, and nah, he didn't get that back. I mean. And so, like I said, homie wasn't good with money. So just when you thought shit was going to get better because we got two paychecks in the home, mom's got relief, right? Like, yo, we got two paychecks in the crib. Yep. We moved into a new spot. We moved into a house. Shit's about to be good. Nope. Nope. Shit got worse because now she pissed because he ain't holding up his end of the bargain. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't that good with money. 
So Yeah, no shit. Him, he furnished his whole house with from National Rental Home. Then he had a fucking Oldsmobile from Enterprise that he never returned. Or something, you know, like <laughs> like Yeah, man. So So you got anything you want to tell? I done told my story. You done got me riled up. I'm amp. Yeah, man, now it's my turn. So I didn't have a stepfather um at first. Uh, I had my uh, mother had gotten a boyfriend. And okay. um and so I remember him just popping up one day. I was actually about the same age as you. I feel like I was like in middle school when he popped up. Uh definitely was in middle school when he popped up. And he came one day to take my mom to uh I feel like she told me she met a guy at the gas station. And Oh shit. And that Did he offer to pump her gas? Like I don't know what he did. But <laughs> I just remember one day he shot a shot though. Uh, right. And I remember one day he came over and he was like taking her to the airport. Because, you know, she's going out of town or whatever. Okay. Need a ride to the airport. And then after that, I would start seeing him. You know, he would start coming over a little bit. And I'm looking at him like, okay, I really don't like the way this guy looks. He looked like uh, <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine. You know, Bokeem Woodbine? <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, from the uh, I Am Mad At Your video. <laughs> yeah. Got that big bald almond shape. Yeah, and he's all caught up and he's on Dead Presidents. Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah. Uh, so that's what he kind of looked like, and just something about him, man. He didn't look. He didn't. He just looked sneaky to me. And then uh, I, I found out he smoked cigarettes. Ah. Uh, okay. I don't feel like he smoked in the house, but he did smoke cigarettes. I think he would just go outside and smoke. Okay. But um. So one day, I remember something popped up at the house, like some type of uh, TV or something. And I'm like, hmm. It's a big TV. That's cool. <laughs> you was all in but that. But something ain't right about this. And you ain't see no box. You ain't see no, no, uh, <laughs> no tissue paper or nothing. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's like a 32-inch TV, which was huge back then. Or that was whatever. big back in the day. And I'm like, what's up with this TV? And she was like, oh, this is James's TV. Uh, he's he's yeah, just while we got it. Yeah, he he's just gonna leave it here. Oh, I'm like oh okay. And so I already knew like there was some fuckery going on, but <laughs> you know it's a big TV, so I'll let it pass. And then he eventually oh and here's where our stories intersect. He eventually uh, we, well hold on this comes a little later. So then after the TV came then. Here's where the stories intersect. Here comes the big CD changer, hundred disc CD changer, uh, with the with, with the big three foot, you know, subwoofers, you know, the yeah. the big ass speakers. <laughs> so apparently, every single nigga back then had to have a hundred CD <laughs> changer. So I just had my five. Dog, who got a hundred CDs anyway? I had, I I didn't I didn't have a hundred CDs, but I had it. Not at that time. I had though. a good thirty two at least, or forty eight. I think I, yeah. I think my thing was, but um. Yeah, a hundred CD changer. Oh, speaking of that, dog, remember you had to type like the names of the CDs, so like you oh, know manually add them in. Seven was yeah. you manually had to type that shit in. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember programming all my shit in there too. Yeah, man. So, so I know that my CDs was like number forty eight, forty nine, and sixty seven. Right, right, right. And right. I know the names of it and shit. Yeah. So so that I found that kind of funny that they both had that. Oh, another thing uh that they had in common. So the cars. Uh James, so again, he's not my stepfather, but I'll get to that. And so um he had like this Buick, big four door okay. Buick. Yeah. It was the actually joint. Actually he didn't have that at first. So he had I think he had a truck. No, he did he have a Buick? Yeah, he had the Buick first. And um it was clean, you know, it was just like a big eighty four door rag top beige uh Buick thing. Alright. But was it clean or was it shining? Yeah, it was clean. He he would keep it clean. Kept it like clean? you say, he kept it super clean. You couldn't do nothing in it, you know, you can't eat in it and you know, none of that stuff. Yep, we couldn't eat in it. And so and the carpet's all immaculate and it's like the velour seats and everything. You know. Um But it's just a typical stepdad car, I guess. You know, like 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 these stepfathers all have the same MO. So Yeah. So he had an apartment and I remember my mom saying that he's, I forget what the reasoning was. I don't know if his lease was really just up or whatever, but I don't feel like that's what she sold to, to, to told me. I feel like she, Oh, I know what it was. She said that he was moving and he's going to keep some of his stuff at our house instead of having to put it in storage or whatever, or he's going to have some in storage oh. and gonna put some in the house. So she actually lied to us to kind of sneak him <laughs> into the house. And I wish I should. I should have got Kim here. Kim, Kim is actually in town. I should have got her on to tell what she thought about Yo, it. Dog, but that'd have been hilarious to hear her perspective of it. Yeah, yeah. But he. So that's what she said, and that's what she said. And um, and then I knew he wasn't gonna leave. There, yeah, there, there's certain nowhere. things that a person would do. Or um, like this happened at work to me where they gave us like an extra responsibility and said it was temporary. And I'm like, ain't no way this is temporary. Once once they let, you know, you let that foot in, they are in. And that's no, exactly. And, and once you show that you're capable of making it happen, why would they take it away? Right. Like who else they going to give it to? Right. Right. And so he moves in. Um, Like you, he also had a son uh, or like your stepdad. He also had a son. My mama's husband. My mama's <laughs> husband. He also had a son, right? And um, his son was my age. I think we were even in the same grade. Well, we were the same age, but he had flunked a grade. So oh, okay. so I used to always, you know, whenever we would get to Joni, I would always talk about how he flunked. <laughs> you know, how stupid he was. And uh, he was a cool kid, though. I mean, but, you know, he was my mom's boyfriend's son. So, you know, I couldn't show him too much love. Yeah. And so, um, let's see. Like I said, he eventually moved in. Um, so I remember feeling way back then, like, man, this dude is a leech. Like, he's moving in with us from an apartment. I don't care what kind of shit he has, but he's moving in with us. <laughs> so he's so he right. so he just came up. In my opinion, he came up because he came from an apartment to a house. Right. And so. Um, and how much is he really paying? Because I know he expect that if she was paying him without him, how right. much does he really have to pay? So my mom was doing just fine without, you know, like we never had like power getting cut off or nothing. 
Uh, we didn't have cable, so when he came, he did. Uh, I guess he needed his cable, so. We, so at least he got the cable. So we at least got cable coming in when he when he popped up. All right. That was he the did something. that was the one thing that he contributed to our household. Speaking uh, of that, so when he moved in, did the car change? Because I forgot to bring that up. When the marriage happened, I told you that all that shit was national rent to own, and all that shit went back. None of that came to the house because mm-hmm. uh, if we already got shit, there's no point in paying or leasing some other shit, right? Right. But that car, though, dog. Remember, I said it was always clean, and the gas tank was never under full. Like yep. it was, it always had gas. Dog, all that shit flipped. All that shit reversed. The car wasn't clean like it was. Like it reminds me of like Cinderella, and then twelve o'clock hit, and then like all this shit just trans. It just flips over. Well, like I said, that car thing. I think that might have been. So he still had the same car, just wasn't clean no more. He did have the same car. So, so that was the mask. That was the the dating introductory mask, yeah. where yeah. you know you're gonna be taking her on dates and shit. So you're gonna keep the car super clean. But then once you know, it got settled in. Yeah, man. He didn't care. He let all that shit. Um, all that shit drop to the floor. But go ahead. So James didn't do that. Uh, his car stayed clean. Uh, he okay. actually he actually was able to I mean since he didn't have to pay uh, rent anymore he was able to boss up <laughs> and get him a truck cause he ain't had a rent payment yeah he was able to boss up <laughs> he got him a, like an old pickup truck that's funny and it was actually pretty clean too I feel like I even drove it to school once um, oh shit he was around for a while uh, needless okay. to say but um but yeah, so yeah, he was able to boss up and get a truck. So um, fast forward a little bit. So my mom was like, okay, we move into a new house. So, you know, she was doing very well. We got a newer, better house. And I remember looking for houses and he was looking with us. And I'm like, man, you really are a bun. <laughs> so how old are you now, dog? So, so I'm like, school, I'm like in high school at this point. And I'm re- I'm just sitting here thinking like this guy is looking for a house that he's not gonna be on. I'm like I was old enough to know that he wasn't gonna be like on the mortgage or on the deed, and he's going with his woman and her kids to look for a house. Yo, where so he's not wait, gonna have a stop name. Stop right on. there. That's kind of bad, right? Like. I think it so. just don't seem right. I mean, now I guess nowadays in 2018, nowadays we're, we're supposed to be looking at this equally. And so women want to be viewed as as equal as they should because they are equal. So long gone are the days where we feel like men have to be the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? So if the woman is the one that got you and she's the one with the crib and you move in with her. It shouldn't be looked at as terrible anymore, technically, right? I don't think it necessarily needed to be looked at as terrible then if he really has something to bring to the table. Um, was he handy? Um, Did I he bring anything? I don't. I don't remember. He brought a pool table. <laughs> and you know what? That's that's like the heaviest shit in the world. I had to help bring it down the steps. Yeah. Them big ass. Have you ever moved a pool table before? I haven't moved one, but I know that they're heavy. Have, Yo, have, have you have you ever tried to push a fully put together pool table? You can't. 
because it's like three thousand fucking pounds. Like them slates yeah. was probably like two hundred yeah. pounds a piece, dog. And <laughs> and trying to carry these things up and down steps. Oh my god, it was so heavy, man. And uh, it's did were you able to play it or was were kids supposed to stay off of it? No, I was able to play it. I was able to play it. Okay, that's cool. I was that's able cool. to play it. Um, because he didn't have it at first. He got it after he moved into our house. And this is the old house. Uh, so instead of putting money on the rent or the mortgage, he was able to boss up, dog. I told up. you he got that pool table. He in- got that car. Of, I mean, he got the truck and the pool table. And the pool table. So instead of getting himself together to get his own crib, he goes and buys a pool table. Yeah. Instead of saying, hey, hey, babe, I, I got mortgage for this month, he went and bought a pool table. He got a pool table, man. Okay. That's what he so got. So he got man. a car and a pool table. That's what he brought. He ain't bring no food. No, He brought a car and a pool table. Okay. That's all I remember, Keep man. Going. And so we got into the new house. Um, I'm really not sure what was going on, but I remember there was some type of situation where he ended up yelling at me. Okay. And whatever was said or ever he said it, I felt like I needed to leave the house. Oh. And so our new house was actually just about a mile away from my father's house. Uh, and so I, yeah. so I was able to get on my bike and just ride my bike to my father's house. Yo, did your dad get the strap? Mm, well, well, hold on. So coincidentally, this uh, this was also the same day. So was, I remember riding my bike and I'm like crying. And... Or... or I f- okay just for the for uh dramatic sake i was crying I, I, I don't know if i was for real or not but i believe i probably was <laughs> but um that's, that sounds theatrical like that's what happened in, in your life movie though and it you sounds like and it sounds like something i would do um yeah and so i probably was crying riding down the street and this is also the same day and i talked about this um hmm it was one of the shows we used to talk about racism which is probably almost every other show but uh we I said told the story about how somebody drove by and called me a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> so all this shit is happening. Like I'm running away from home. I'm riding down Old Hawes Ferry, and these kids drive by and say nigger. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they did a drive by nigger on me. Um, oh, and so uh, I don't know if my father was there. Or what, but nothing really happened, whatever it was. You didn't tell him to get the strap? No. I, why would I? No. I don't, I don't think anything really happened of that. I don't know. So my father, from his perspective, a long time ago, he actually knew James. He stayed across oh. the street from my aunt. Yeah. And he, was, uh, and he said that he beat him up or his brother up or something like way back then so i don't know so your dad beat up his brother or beat him up yeah 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 okay so well, that was his side of the story anyway <laughs> right right so um so anyway so i remember that happening and i just shared that just because you know it was always some shit i remember kim she really didn't get along with him either um so fast forward to about juniorish year um and my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer 
and um i remember my grandma came came up you know i guess this is like right when she was about to start going to chemo and shit or have surgery or something and my grandma came up and i forget if they was like my mom and james was beefing at that time but i remember my grandma telling him to get his ass out the house And that was pretty much it, man. That was it. Like, my grandma came and put her foot down. I don't know if my mom had been trying to put him out or whatever, but my grandma came and put her foot down, and that was the end of his chapter. Oh, and he, he was gone? He was gone, just like that. <laughs> Dog, you should have called Granny years ago. She had to move out. Dog, so. you could have called Granny years ago. You, you crying and going to your dad's house. You should have went to your grandmama's house. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so later, like after I was out of uh, high school, my mom did end up finding somebody else and got married, and they're still married. Um, so I was too old to have a stepfather. So the whole nah, thing, so 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 the whole thing with Stephen Coin and that. No, nah, I think that's just something that a kid who really doesn't want that shit. <laughs> like that's just what they naturally say like my mother's husband and they would look at you serious f- as fuck you know like <laughs> like oh is that your is no, that your father nah. like no nah. it's your stepfather no that's my mother's husband dog i've never heard nobody else say that shit Stephen coined that shit he, he coined, coined he coined it. it for you he ain't coined it for me i never knew Stephen Bro. had a father no i never knew he had a no. stepfather i never knew he had anything so wait, but a said, sister you said your mama got married in high school yeah we was in high school already you heard us talking about mama's husbands already. no no i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember y'all i don't remember i definitely don't remember him discussing anything about his his my, his father or stepfather i didn't know he had one <clears throat> and then and then you I don't remember like that wouldn't have been something we were discussing in high school we was like on bitches and stuff so I mean if somebody slipped up and asked about my my dad or my stepdad I was quick to clarify that no that's my mama's husband see all I remember (laughs) I remember I remember your um your father had got you a car yeah and I, that's the only thing I remember about your father. And then I think after we graduated, I feel like y'all had some kind of party or barbecue or something at your house. And that was the only time. Yeah. That's the only time I saw your stepfather. I mean, your mother's oh, okay. husband. You, you mean? Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> my dad, my dad drove down from Cali for the graduation <clears throat> gathering. Okay, so was that what that was? Yeah. So my dad had drove down, and so we had a party, and uh, my mama's husband was there too. Obviously, he lived there. Yeah. So, 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 um, so for me though, um, since I was so old, so my mother got married, it was after I was married. So she might, I might've been like 22, 23 or something. And, uh, you know, at that point it was no need to bond, to build a bond. Cause I already have a father who's still, you know, who I know and everything. So that's pretty much where that starts and ends. There, there's really so not much else to him, that story. He had to deal. He had to deal with being a step. No, he didn't. It's probably it's probably easier for him to. Yeah, it was easy for him. Now, there's one thing I want to say, man. We fast forward to adulthood. Do you see anything differently about um, about your mother's boyfriend 
you see do you see it differently because i see things a little bit different now that i talk about like i have these stories and how i felt at the time about my mama's husband as an adult now i do feel like the things that he did like changing the rules changing the, the whole bedtime and the phone shit sure i had my system set up the way that i wanted it and my mom was cool with it but he came in and changed that shit as an adult now and as a father now i see that he was trying to put some structure in yeah it. yeah yep you know what i'm saying so i can look at that differently now and if you want to be real hell because of him i learned how to catch the bus at like 12 years old and i don't think my moms would have been so apt to teach me how to ride the bus because she probably wouldn't have put me on the bus but thanks to him and him uh hating on me you know what i'm saying hating on me and my mom was bond <laughs> i learned how to ride the bus dog so shout out to him for that and as far as his kids i'm still cool with them you know what i'm saying well well, I'm cool with one of them. That nigga that robbed me blind. When I next time I see him, we really we got some shit to talk about because he owed me. So you probably still wear this. You probably could still fit the same clothes, right? Nah, nah, I'm a little, little buffer now. You know. Nah, nah, be some clothes with it. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but homie had me in a real bad position at 16. Yo, we gotta we gotta talk some shit out before we get back cool again. So. Okay, um, but at the end of the day, uh, the experience wasn't that bad. As a kid, it was it was fucked up. He came in, he changed up a bunch of shit. He brought his damn thieving ass son. Uh, the other one was cool. I'm still cool with him to this day. Uh, he made me get on the bus and shit when my moms used to take me wherever I wanted her to take me, and all I wanted to do was go to Northwest Plaza, to go to the mall, to go to the tilt and play uh, arcade games and shit. Right. But, uh, he did. T he he did help me learn, cause he wasn't the one that taught me to ride the bus. He told my mama to make me ride the bus. She taught me how to ride the bus, like she told me how to read bus schedules and shit. But she wouldn't have made me do that if it wasn't for him pushing her to do it. And so, I guess I got to give him a little bit of that credit. So, that's that. Yeah. So for me, um, no, I feel exactly the same way about him. <laughs> as I did then he was a leech yeah he was a blood sucking there was no redeeming leech. qualities about him um there was nothing that I grew up in to see like oh he was trying to do this no he was just you know he was just a leech trying to boss up he got his, his truck and stuff and got us a hundred this CD changer and he was good yo shout out to him for bossing up at a gas station dog so at a gas station he was able to meet some he was able to meet a woman yeah. that was so boss that he can leave his apartment, not pay mortgage, not pay bills, bring his CD player, his pool table, get a new truck, bring his TV, and he's good to go for a couple years, dog. He Yo. He showed that heart, though. Yeah, he, would, <laughs> he showed that heart at the, uh, the gas station, man. That's what you got to do. Dog, he shot his shot, and he scored, dog, so... Let that be a lesson. Shoot your shot. You might not have to pay rent or mortgage for the next few years because you might boss up at the gas station. Yeah, man. You never if know. If you a cable man, if you a cable man, you know, you work for DirecTV, you knock on that door, you shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? Because you might be able to take back all that national rent to own shit. You might not have to pay for that shit no more because you move in with that woman and her kids. Yeah. Maybe you can do that. Yeah. 
No doubt, man. All right, so want to go ahead and fast forward to adulthood? Yeah, man. So let's do that. Um, again, we have in common. We both have uh, become stepfathers in our adulthood, right? Yep. And technically, did you did you want to start this one off first, or you want me to go? Sure, I, I can start off. So when I met my wife and we started dating. She had a son already. Mm -hmm. And so um, my son, well, for the sake of not confusing the listeners, my stepson, if you will, uh, he was two years old. And so it was pretty easy to slide in because a a two-year-old doesn't have much say-so. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a much different conversation if the youngin was was 12. Right. So my son, uh, he was two. And uh, his biological father, he was super cool. We never had any issues. We didn't have any problems. We wasn't beefing. You know, he was in his son's life as he sh- as he was supposed to be. And uh, because at the end of the day, biological fathers can cause a lot of problems, right? Absolutely. They might feel the need to flex. They might feel like they don't want you to discipline their kid. You ain't going to look at them like this. You ain't going to talk to them like this. You ain't going to talk to their mama like this. Although sometimes they around and sometimes they not, but biological fathers can really cause some trouble for a new stepdad right right so i really didn't have that experience they don't always have to opportunity that's some cool they said they don't always have to though no they don't always have to like i said in our situation our situation was good now unfortunately he passed away he passed away uh when my son was five so that was really unfortunate but for the time that I was around, so from two to five, him and I never had any issues. I did what I could for my son, and he did what he could for his son. And so he was winning at the time. My son was winning at the time. He had two dads who loved him and was trying to take care of him the best way that, you know what I'm saying, that they could. Okay. So my my stepdad experience has been much easier than what maybe others have been because he was so young. And I was around from that time until now. He's 17 now. And, and I'm the dad that he knows, so uh, I don't feel like a stepdad. We don't even use that terminology. Yeah, of course. I don't even know if he's ever been approached with that terminology ever. It's not like we say that around the house. I don't, when we go to the school, I don't say, yeah, no, I'm a stepdad. Uh, <laughs> we don't even talk like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just sometimes you just don't use that terminology like my brother and I. I didn't know that we were half brothers until I was in the Marine Corps and I felt like I wanted to try to bring my brother with me and I wanted to take care of him because my mom was having a really hard time. And the superior at the time, the the gunnery sergeant, master sergeant, whatever mm-hmm. the hell he was, he was like, but isn't he just your half brother? And I had never been asked that before. I, I had no idea that my brother was my half brother because we have different dads. I was like, nah, dog, that, that's, that's my brother. Well, I didn't say nah, dog, obviously. <laughs> but I was like, no, sir, that's, that's my brother. And so I brought that up because I was just thinking about the whole stepdad terminology. I don't even know if he's been open to that type of term. I don't even know if he looks at me like a stepdad. I'm sure he doesn't look at me like a stepdad. He calls me dad and I don't know if anybody's ever come to him like that. Like, yo, ain't that just your stepdad? Right. So, 
I don't know that part of the experience, but for me, it was super easy because it started from a two-year-old. Right, right. What about you? Uh, so for me, it's a little different, uh, maybe a lot different. So me and my ex started dating like in 98. Yeah. And, or 99, I guess. It would be 90. 99 ish between 98 okay. to 99 and so her daughter um was born or my daughter whatever you want to like like you said for the sake of the podcast my stepdaughter was born um and that sounds even weird to say that but she was born <laughs> in 98 and then i came along okay. so uh my ex she was like a sophomore she was like two grades under me and so uh, she was she had told me that her daughter was actually her sister. OK. And so. Um, and so she was just her sister for the for me for like the first like three years or so. Oh, wow. OK. And um, so that must have been a shocker when that conversation happened, like. Yeah, she's not really just my sister. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I remember as I was in college and she told me and I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, it's cool because I'm in college. I feel like I'm in love and, you know, it's all good. Because I remember there would be times where, uh, like my ex would come over to my house and she would have to bring her um quote unquote little sister with her and i'm like yeah. damn man like why she always got to come all the time <laughs> you trying to get it in <laughs> and and really at that time that's i guess that's when they were uh starting i mean to um tra um what's the word i'm looking for transition transition from the sister to the mother thing okay and so oh, because so i guess uh she was telling the baby that right. she was big sister too right exactly okay and so um fast forward i basically one day had to i basically volunteered to be her father because uh, we were sitting in the car and, and she was just like well who is my father and I was like, I was. I just, I just said, I am. Yeah. On that day. And um, I'm leaving a little part out of there, but, but for the sake of the show, yeah, I, I just volunteered one day. Okay. And so anyway. And so from that day, I, I became her father. She was, and again, she was old enough to talk at that point. So she was like three or four. But apparently she didn't remember that conversation or anything. Yeah. Three year old. Yeah. I didn't remember that shit. Yeah. And so her mother had, um, you know, I left it up to her. You know, I wasn't going to bust out the, the, the secret. So I never said anything. I never said, you know, I never told her that I'm actually not her father because I didn't feel like that was really my place to do that. Yeah. And I kind of left it up to her mother to be like, well, if you don't want to tell her, that's on you. 
Um, but like her family was just kind of messed up. And I felt like one of these people in your family are going to tell her one day and you're going to have to, okay. you know, you're not going to be in explain front of it. Yourself. And you're not going to explain yeah. yourself. So, so you have to explain at a young age and, and she probably doesn't remember. Cause like you said, she's probably two or three that she wasn't her big sister that she was her mom so does she remember that conversation or no no she doesn't remember that at all she doesn't remember that conversation got no. it so she didn't know that that took place all right i was gonna say because it's kind of like happening twice that she has to listen to a bombshell but um she doesn't remember the first one that happened no she doesn't remember either of the conversations okay and so um so for me so even though she was so young and like when I came around, she had to be like one. But for me, it seemed like it was always kind of difficult to like create a bond. Yeah. It never seemed natural to me and it just never seemed to really, really happen. Okay. Like, I'm not sure how else to explain it other than it just never felt natural. Okay. And I worked hard at it, too. You know, I did everything that I thought, like, a father would do. Um, you know, I didn't treat her any different than I would, you know, or that I tra- treated any of my other kids. So it was just kind of weird, though, for me. And so, um, yeah, I'm really not sure what that was. Well, I, I think I know what it is. So I had my first biological son. Um, five six years ago and I remember being told that you know once you have once you have a kid on your own it's just gonna be different right and that's what older folk would tell me I was like nah nah I love my son and I would do and I'm treating him exactly the same way and although mentally and logically I was treating him the same way when I did have uh, my biological son, I did notice the difference in what came natural and what what didn't come natural. So what you're speaking of, I feel like when you when you uh, when you have a kid, you notice there's things that are just involuntary that that just are naturally there because the kid is of your flesh and the kid is of your gene pool. And it's, and it's just slightly different. Yeah. Although you're not trying to make it any different, your body, you just have a natural attraction. Yeah. And so in that case, I can see how that could be different, especially for a young uh, young girl as, as well. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have the same type of uh, natural attraction. Right. You know, as a, as a dad, you kind of got to make it that way. And so I went through that same... and. And for me, I didn't even realize that that's what it was. I didn't realize that I was making attempts to be a dad. Uh, it, it felt like it was coming natural, but after having my a biological son, I do notice that things are just a little bit simpler with the chemistry and the connection. And that's just that's just what life is, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. I think that is part of it, but still to me, it seems like there shouldn't have been like, if she didn't know. So like your son grew up, he knows, but she didn't know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it was just me feeling underappreciated for certain things. Like if there's an argument, say like with me and her and, and, and my ex, right. 
like the whole time I never and I never even used this this trump card or whatever you want to call it but I felt like like I changed my whole life you know for for her I voluntarily changed my life to right. to be in this situation and like you should be showing some appreciation no matter what the situation is if I didn't take out the trash you should be like well he did you know volunteer to you know <laughs> He did give up his whole life. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, and I'm just being, you know, candid right now. That's that's just kind of what I thought in the back of my mind. I never said it, but, you know, that's what I would think. But that's how you felt. And um, That's how you honestly felt. Yeah. And it would be the same thing if my daughter would get an attitude or she's talking crazy or, you know, whatever it may be. It'd be like, man, if you only knew, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe if you knew it would be uh you know, you wouldn't be acting like this. Yeah, maybe you respect it more. But you know what though? Just like that connection you felt like was a little broken, I'm sure the connection was hard for her too, and she just didn't know why. And the reason I'm able to say that is because my last two kitties are uh my niece and nephew. Um, my my wife's uh, niece and nephew because we had a tragedy in the family and so we're taking care of them like they're our own yeah and again it was a little easy to slide in because the youngest son he's four he was four months when it happened and then uh the the middle kid my daughter she was 18 months when it happened mm -hmm. so they were under two mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so they don't they don't really remember their biological parents so it was easy to slide in so my biological son who's will be the oldest uh 12 months under or excuse me six months under that is my daughter and then another year under that is the youngest so it's three of them together right and between the three of them the two uh the youngest and so the the baby girl and the youngest boy my niece and nephew they are alike in so many ways. The way that they think, the way that they talk, the way that they cry, the way that they crawl, the way that they walk, their athleticism. They didn't ask for any of that and it's very, very similar. And all of that is different when it comes to my son and we're raising them the best that we can the same way, but they're just different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that has nothing to do with the way they, with the way they feel or with the way that they want to do. It's just what comes natural to them, and so when we're talking about these connections, it's just really involuntary. And so, as hard as it was for you, it was probably as hard. It was just as hard for her. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much where I guess I'll end that. <laughs> uh, she well, no. So I'll go ahead and toss this in. So she did, um, just like uh, Jaron Domus uh, had uh, predicted, her family did tell her. Negro Domus, you on it? They right. they they did eventually tell her. Um, and how how old was she when they told her? Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Nineteen. And uh, she didn't take that well, so she got mad at her mom. Didn't want to talk to her no more. So. As expected, right? Um, that's, uh, that's a big secret. It, to have. It, it could be as expected. Me personally, I would want to. I would want answers. I would want to talk about it. She didn't even talk to her about it. 
Like I would want to have I, a conversation. I, yeah, I guess that just depends on the personality type. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, why I said it's not as expected. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's not as as expected because I, I don't know. Even a, a person that's not necessarily being upset. I was trying to say being upset is 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 expected because there's this big secret about you and your life and you're 19 and you feel like you know it all already. You should at least know everything about your life and to find out something so important. How did I not know this already? How did you not tell me this? Right. So I can understand being upset. But hell yeah, I have a million questions. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely have a ton of questions. But so um can we move on you already you ready to move on to the next phase or you got uh anything else for being a stepfather nah, let's move on to the next phase all right so what is the next i guess you don't have a next phase i have a next phase or it could have been it could it should it could have also been the first phase but um i wanted to talk a little bit about my experience of being the new guy so i'm not a stepfather okay. but i'm just the new guy so I'm basically okay. I'm so basi- not a stepfather because you're not married, but you you you're the gas station guy. Yeah, I'm James now. <laughs> yeah, you you the dude at the gas station who put the TV in the house and is gonna come later with a pool table. Right, right, right. So me and my ex broke up, um, and I really why she's an ex. Yep, and I really didn't want to to not be a family person. Like, I enjoy being, you know, a day-to-day father, right? Okay. I loved having, you know, um, an, another adult with me. I loved having my kids with me. But um, I found myself not having any of those things. Yeah. And so I very much still wanted that. So, you know, when I was looking, when once I was back in these streets... I was, you know, I was having fun, but also was, you know, also looking for a potential uh, person to to have an extended relationship with. Yeah, he was looking for a relationship. Right. And so um, I found somebody I liked. And uh, she had a son. He was like seven, I think. Okay. And um, that's still pretty young, too. But that's still young enough to not get the crazy attitude. Mm, no so i actually think it's like right in between oh really yeah i think it's in between um well at least from this experience it was i felt like it was in between so um basically you know we were dating and we probably dated like three or four months before either of us met each other's kids okay and i don't really feel like there should be like a time for that per se i think it's situational not a standard time yeah either. like i don't think it should be like okay it's been 90 days let's go ahead and meet i don't think it should necessarily be that uh, but i also don't feel like you should be you know that same week or nothing you know introducing your kids to your new uh boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever yeah it shouldn't be every person that you meet meets your kids right that's probably not a healthy way to go about dating yeah so the way we met uh the way i met her son um basically she had this um this kind of beat up car uh cavalier it was yellow 
<laughs> she had this beat up cavalier that yeah. um broke down on her just kept breaking down um and it broke down on her one night on the south side which is the worst Not place the which is the worst place in the world in st louis at least and um i was like okay i'll come get you and so i went and i went to over I there to saving them yeah i went over saving there to get them. her and pick her up and it was just basically like a really long night because she she would get off of work at like six or something and you know with the whole car thing it ended up tacking on like an extra two two and a half hours on to the night and she, so you put your life at risk dog that should be unlimited head without the father's day but go ahead you put your life at risk i did outside i did yeah <laughs> and so um so i get her home it might be like 8 30 or something she's like uh i gotta feed my son you know uh, because her son would be uh like she had a roommate so her son was just there i guess and, and i guess he didn't eat and I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I'll take you to grab something to eat. And she's like, do you mind if he comes along? I'm like, all right, sure. So he comes along. We go to pick up some pizza or something. And she goes in there to pick it up. And I just have like a little conversation with them. Like, oh, so you like snakes? I, like, I don't I forget what I was looking at. But, you know, boys like snakes. They think snakes are cool and that kind of shit, you know. There's no shark wheat. Huh? Did you know it was Shark Week? That's how like that that was your icebreaker, bro. So you like snakes? Yeah. It's Shark Week next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing. Um okay. so anyway, so you know, and then after that, you know, it it was cool. Um eventually I introduced my kids into the situation. Um and then we started the process not really started the process not like intentionally i guess but we started doing stuff together her kid my kids and we would like go and do things together basically yeah. blend in the family and so we would travel we went out of town a couple of times together um like i said her car was fucked up she ended up getting another car she lost that car and so i would pick her son up from school uh, I was doing that like every day and then picking her up from work, you know, spending a lot of time together, all of us. Yeah. Um, I would feed them and everything. I basically tried to um, treat him just like I would my, my own kids. You okay. know, that's fair. And um, and this is over a, a big span of time. This wasn't like the next day. All this stuff started happening, you know, so um the, so I think so so let me skip skip back a little bit so before I even met him I remember she would ask me questions like ask me for advice like something to be happening in their life or whatever you know he might be doing he might have gotten in trouble at school or he might be acting up at home or whatever it was yeah. and she would ask me and like you know, how to handle the situation yeah yeah like, what, what should she do yeah what's what's my suggestion and i remember like stuff would happen and i would just sit back and not say anything um and i never do like with my friends like if they're doing something you know disciplining a kid i'm not about to say anything you know that's that's them they you know do do what you do that's that's how you want to raise your kid whatever now i'm si- i might yeah. i might be sitting back thinking like now if that was me you know there ain't no way this would have happened 
if you ask me i would i would definitely give give you my thoughts but um so she would always ask me and so um and then there would be times where i'm sitting there you know we're all in the car and he might be saying something wild he might be lying about something and i feel like she's not checking him on it and i'm like you know really just biting my tongue like i really want to jump in and say something and I think we might have had like a conversation about it. And, you know, she's just saying she don't know what to do. She don't know what to do. I'm like, well, I mean, I have thoughts. Would you want me to say something? Or and she's like, all right, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, yeah, please do, basically. And so, uh, like I said, he kind of has some behavior issues. And, you know, I would think of ways to... um you know, and of course we had a conversation about this, but to discipline him and I didn't, I don't whip my own kids. I never put hands on my kids. So I certainly wasn't going to put hands on hers, you know? Okay. And this, and, and when you were telling the story about uh, your mother's husband, about how, you know, he came in setting times and, and all this, I actually did similar things. Um, so like there would be like she would ask him, "Hey, do you want to eat? You know, are, are you ready to eat like dinner?" And he'd be like, "What do you mean yeah. you ready to eat? Are you ready?" Yeah, don't give him an option. Like just sit him down and eat. And if he don't eat, or if he don't eat at all, good night. You're not eating dinner no more. Okay. You know, uh, he was like wet in the bed, and he would always be asking for water. That's what all bedwetters do. They always ask for water and shit at the right, right before they about to go to sleep. <laughs> and it's like, no, you got to cut them off. You know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, or whatever. So he'll stop wetting the bed. You know, I would, I would always like be saying stuff, kind of coaching her through it. I mean, I've had three kids at this point. Yeah. You know, and um, and so. Like I said, he had behavior issues. Oh, so the way I would discipline him. Um, you had him kneeling rice. Huh? You had him kneeling in rice. Uh, So you're kind of muffled right now. I was saying you had him kneeling in rice. No, not kneeling in rice. I had him. Um, uh, I would have him do wall sits, though. Okay. Oh, hold on. A little commercial break. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, it's real. My bad. I accidentally he really broke his ankles. Yeah, I, I accidentally touched the thing. My bad. So, um, <laughs> so what I would do is I would have him do wall sits. You know what wall sits are, right? You put your back yep. against the wall. You can put your yep. legs um, parallel. Your uh, like thought or um quads parallel to the floor and you basically sit there with your hands up and yeah in in the marine court uh you would hold um a weight like a uh, 25 pound yep. weight yep. and it was called drive my car okay <laughs> so That's what's up. you had to you had to no it's not <laughs> it's really not what's up and you had to turn the weight like it was a steering wheel yeah and yeah drive my car yeah i used to do that in the weight room actually 
uh not for punishment though so uh so yeah I, but he and of course he didn't have to hold anything um but i would have him do that and that normally got the point across you know that that satisfied the uh punishment for me most of the time and so um and so then man like like my kids well my youngest he's he's kind of a rowdy kid he was like two years younger than her son um they just didn't seem to get along very well they would always be fighting you know i guess their personalities clashed and not like you know it's not like all-out brawls or anything but it would just always be constant bickering it was always some shit and yeah it's just always something and that shit was annoying man that shit was a really annoying and so i feel like you know I mean, I, like me and his mom had, uh, me, uh, me and his mom had issues, but ultimately, um, those issues along with this, like that kind of, uh, the stress of like trying to raise another kid voluntarily, um, ultimately led to the breakup. Not that, so you, not that you it was a really bad him. taste in your mouth. You had a bad taste in your mouth from, like when maybe when you sat down to think about it you was thinking about you've already did this volunteer job before yeah and this is kind of tough what did that have anything to do with it um it, i don't know if it was i don't feel like it was really that because if he was more well behaved i probably would have had a bit more patience with the whole situation um okay so so i learned um a lot about myself and my level of patience and what I would be willing to tolerate in a uh, in a relationship going forward. So, um, and again, man, I, I never, you know, uh, I never treated him differently or anything. I tried to treat him just like as if he was my own. Uh, speaking of, you you opened up the show talking about stepfathers um, or the biological father. Yeah, his biological father was cool. He was, I mean, like, um, actually, we actually hung out a couple of times. Okay. Um, he was, I mean, he lived across the country, so I wouldn't say he was absentee, um, but you know, he wasn't there. But he wasn't available yeah. either. Yeah. So, um, but he, this was a situation where he was cool. He was perfectly fine. We never had any problems. And, uh, so nothing but high marks for him. Um, the, there's obviously there's a lot. I was with this girl for like a year, so um, okay. you know I I can't go over all of that on the show, but yeah, I did learn that I will be aware of that type of situation from here on out. Meaning that you wouldn't deal with a woman that has kids. What do you mean, be aware of the situation? Uh, I will. That would be part of my vetting process. That w- I would be looking at the kids to determine if I want to <laughs> deal with this. And I probably, so, I probably yeah. don't. I probably really didn't need to even look at the kids. I could have just listened to how many complaints she had and how much she was struggling to know. You know, this to probably to, to know that this probably, yeah, to parent um, that to know that this probably wasn't a situation that was that fit you for me to step into. But and I didn't you know, I didn't know that at that time. I thought I could come in and be like, oh, man, this is easy, you know. Yeah. And I probably if I would have stuck in there, I probably could have. But why the fuck do I got to do that? 
Yeah, it'd have been a lot more work yeah. than maybe you would wanted to sign up for. But that's the thing that we promote as the corporate streets. We talk about if people show you who they are, you need to believe them. Yeah. So if people are saying that they got problems with their kids, you need to believe them. And if they have problems with their own flesh and blood, then maybe you need to step away until they can figure that thing out. Because that's one thing I will say. Uh, it depends. I think it depends. Yeah, it, it depends. It's definitely situational. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to walk into no you don't want to walk into no hell situation unless unless you prepared to well to counsel everybody. Well, it didn't you know seem like it was going to be a hell situation though. If to me what it seemed like and what I still believe it is, it was simply a kid who was being raised by someone who wasn't quite ready. You know, they didn't they didn't have the knowledge to do it and they really didn't have a lot of help either like the father was gone pretty early mm-hmm. you know so he didn't have a male figure in his life at all um you know no one consistent at least yeah and i feel like if he would have had that was a lot of the things he would do i felt like that would be something a father would have checked him on or a father could have taught him you know like that's not the way it's done yeah and she just never checked him on those things so I don't feel like it was necessarily a hell situation um, or it definitely didn't start off as that. um, Was it? I wouldn't say with him it was a hell situation ever. It was just um, it would have took some work, but I would have been willing to put that work in. But there's other things beyond, you know, um, just the kid situation just the you know just the kid work yeah that was also there was, there was work there was work in the relationship exactly oh. and i'm like i'm too young for that fuck that <laughs> so so as as a stepdad or or as a as a woman or man who has to introduce the new man or woman uh when do you show the kids to the new guy so we talked about we talked about that it shouldn't be a hard three months, two months, four months. It is situational. But what are some keys or some clues that let you know that you know what it might be okay? Um, listen to. I think you can listen to how they talk about their own kid, right? And um, oh, assuming they have a kid, right? Um, yeah. Just listen to how they talk about their own kid and the struggles they might have with their own kid or how well their kid may be doing or um and then you could kind of you could kind of just gauge if they're a good parent or not okay and you know if this would be a good person to have around your own kids like so a guy so if I'm if I'm a female and a guy is telling me that oh man my baby mama never let me see my kids and he's always complaining about this shit you know I would be I mean it could be just a crazy baby mama situation but I would be I might be a little hesitant um or again like in my case where there was just constant complaining and she was like really stressed out about this kid um the the girl who I was dating um she was really stressed out about this kid and just kind of listening to her interactions. Some of them was really good interactions. It, it was cool. Like the way she would like read to him and stuff every night and that kind of thing. 
and even she kind of slowed down on that now that I think about it but that might have been some introductory <laughs> some, <laughs> some bad shit but um, she had that mask on for yeah. a little bit but you can just you can just kind of read how they are with their own kids and I think so however long that takes for you to get comfortable with it you know that's how long so I think it that, that's that's the guy being vocal saying like nah 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 this is not the time yet I was saying from because um, what you're saying, I think you're either. saying you're saying that the guy is gauging the way that she talks about the kid and her interactions with the kid. Yeah. But as as a woman or a man introducing the new person to your kids, when do you do that? That's what I'm saying. I'm still saying like again, if they have kids, you can okay. just listen to how they interact with their own kids. Right. Right. You could just read how they are with their own kids. And, you know, and and I think this should also come after meeting, like, your friends. You know, taking them out a couple of times. You know, see them in what could potentially be a stressful situation. So you go to the uh, Waffle House and the Waffle House charges you a dollar fifty. Do they, you know, for some orange juice you didn't get, do they wild out and get arrested? Or, you know, do they play it cool and keep it professional? You know, a person like flipping out that can tell you, I mean, obviously for the relationship itself, but, you know, if the person's unstable about somebody not uh, really working with them in the way that they want it, well, that can also indicate that they might not have the patience for it, especially if you got small kids. It, it could, and maybe it could, and maybe not. Maybe that adult just don't like being played, but maybe they're really gentle with little kids. Well, but if you got a kid that, you know is gonna be you know testing them a lot again you know you 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 might not that might not be the 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 one all right so that's one that's one angle an angle that i think is important is understanding what your relationship is going to be with this new person and so if this person is just going to be a hangout uh a fuck buddy or anything of that nature, maybe you don't want to introduce your kids. So well, I think that thing. Yeah. I think that goes without so, saying, though, right? I mean, nah. Wait, nah, that doesn't go. Well, you saying. think people are introducing their fuck buddies to their kids? People are introducing whoever they meet to their kids. I would people like. I would like to think that people who listen to this show are smarter than that to be just introducing any body to their kids. I mean. I mean, even if you introducing them as Uncle Joe, do you know somebody like that? That introduces that introduces their kids to people. Yeah, you know people like that. Yeah, I don't know anybody like that. Like personally, like 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 my actual circle of people who I talk to every now and then on the phone and that kind of thing. I don't know anybody like that. Okay, I'm saying, but you're saying you're you're closest circle your your small circle of friends so maybe they have the the wherewithal to not introduce everybody that they meet but you know somebody who's introducing people that are not exactly going to be long-term relationships i mean you you mean just like i know somebody who has aids but i just don't know him 
Like, I just don't know they have AIDS. You mean like that kind of know them? Or do you mean. Well, nah. Nah, I'm saying. I mean, because, saying, like, of course, by it's proxy. More, it's more common. I know it's, somebody. It's more common than what you, it's more common than what you are, are saying. I don't think you it know is. What I'm saying? I, I think it, it is. Like, even. Like I said, I don't know anybody. Having, even having guy friends that, you know, go over to a chick's house and they're going in the daytime and they're kicking it with the chick and the kids are there. And so, okay. So, speaking of that, um, so before I met him, before I met the girl I was dating, before I met her son, I would be over there, but we would take special care. Like, I wouldn't go over there like while he was woke. You know, I would be smashing his mom in the next room, and, and that would be just that. You know, he wouldn't ever be around. Um, I was taking very special care not to be seen by him until, you know, it was really time to, for that. So um, that's what I'm saying. So, so you're you're taking the special care, but there are people out there. And so was she. Who don't look at that. And so was she. Huh? I mean, I'm not saying there's nobody. I'm just saying that I just don't think people are just willy nilly introducing all their kids to every nigga that comes to their house. And I'm not saying that they're doing that either. But I'm saying that there are people out there who aren't taking the special care and making sure that the kids asleep every time. And so all I'm all I'm noting is that. It's important that you want to make sure you know what this relationship is going to be before you introduce your kids to them. Because even if you hanging out with the guy for two months, time is not the factor. The factor seems like it'll be more about, well, what are you guys planning to be? Because even if it's two months now and you introduce them to the kid that next month, y'all get into it. Or he get caught doing whatever, or she get caught doing whatever, and y'all not an idol no more. That's another body that that kid had to see. So that's all I'm. That's all I was getting at. It's 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 not uncommon, is what I'm saying. It's not uncommon. How do I mean? Do you, I, I I think I don't think you could say that it's un it's not uncommon. I can't. To say I know to, to, to say to it. say it's uncom it's not uncommon is to say it's common. Not exactly. I didn't say it was common. I didn't say that. You putting words in my mouth now. I'm saying it's not uncommon. It's not far fetched. It's not something that doesn't happen. I never said so that I'm either. Not saying, I'm not saying that it happens. I never said I'm it would never happen. Seven out of eight times. I'm not saying that. It, I'm so not how often that do you think it happens? Seven out of eight times. Since you're talking numbers, how how often do you think it happens then? I'm not talking numbers. You just dropped seven out. You're talking about common. How how often and do you think it I'm happens? I'm just saying that it's not uncommon. How often? If, if you if you wanted to put happens. a number to I'm it, just saying, if you had to put a number to it, how how often do you think it happened? I don't know. Let's say, let's say five out of ten. Fifty percent of the time, you think that happens? Sure. Nah, man. I think that's over. I think that's over. I don't think that's over. I don't think that's over. So so what are you it's calling the, this over? is not like it's not like the so, people I'm so, talking so about. What you, so what so what do you what are you calling over? What I'm saying is there are there are at least fifty percent of the people out there that introduce their kids before they really know what the relationship is gonna be. And if you say fifty percent is over, I definitely don't agree with that. Cause how many times is it that you dealing with a, a woman or a guy and you, they have no idea what they are? What you mean? Uh, are we dating are we not are we an right. item are we not got you. the chick catching feelings or the guy catching feelings and so all i'm saying is is that 
You should know what you are before you introduce your kids. And I would say that 50% or more don't know what they are before they introducing their kids to this person. And all I'm saying is in my dating life, most of the people that I talk to, and I'm trying to think, there may have been... So most of the people that, that I've I've talked to have been you know none of them were like really gun gung ho on hey let's have our kids meet up or anything like that or hey uh come on over my son's here no big deal they're always trying to get a babysitter to get him up out of there or come over later or let's meet over here and just so i'm not trying to sit here and make it sound like i'm trying to fight for my own uh little argument here there was one where um our kids met early, but we wasn't really talking like that. But it was like on some, um, there's this uh, event kind of thing. Go ahead, bring bring the, you know, let's go to this church carnival kind of thing. Okay. And that was just that. It wasn't like we were, we didn't go there together or anything. We met up there. And that was just it. it was just and we wasn't even really together like so, that. So so for every one group that's responsible for every one couple that are hanging out that's that responsible, there's two that are not. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Dude, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying you so you you're bringing up statistics as if like what are you basing this off of? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I just told you my breakdown. So I'm saying you started this whole thing based on that it just doesn't happen and you just admitted that you just did the shit. No, so I no didn't I didn't how, do the no, shit. No like I wasn't I didn't gentle, I didn't have somebody No matter how gentle it was, you did it. You 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 introduced before you were sure what your what your So out of the 10 people be, you out, introduced. out of the ten, but I wasn't introducing like this was my girl. Or it wasn't, it wasn't nobody, like, nobody, and it nobody wasn't like a situation you, like where the kid was, um, or they were in close proximity of each other like that. We both met at the thing and kind of basically did our own thing. Yo, look, you can Windex wipe it clean all you want, how, however clean you want to get it. All I said was, all I simply said was, if you're going to be introducing your kids to other kids... Or you're gonna be introducing your kids to, to the other grown ups, your, your other your, people, your grown up, yeah, other people that you're that you're dealing with. It might be a good idea that you know where you guys are going. Okay, so I knew that I wasn't gonna be fucking with this chick like that. Okay, and since you knew that, it sounds like you kept the kids separate at this event as much as you could. You didn't get a whole bunch of FaceTime with the chick and the kids, and that's great. That was actually the last time I saw her, but <laughs> y'all went to a church event and that was it. Y'all Dude, went I get, I get, nah, I don't know, man. It could be like just at the spur of the moment that I just get turned off on a person. And once it's off, it's off. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> what she did, but it ain't no turning it back on. Yeah. Yeah. It's off. It's off, man. So, so she lost out. So it's the end of her chapter. Damn, that's unfortunate. Now, that that one moment, since we're talking about it, 
because it, it happens to most stepdads that 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 phrase is the phrase that you ain't trying to hear because well if you ain't a piece of shit if you a piece of shit it ain't much you can say about it anyway you deserve the phrase but if you ain't a piece of shit if you the man and you're doing your thing at home and you're doing everything you can the phrase this is the phrase you don't want to hear you ain't my daddy anyway you ain't my real dad anyway how do you handle that <laughs> i'll be like, like, like I'll, <laughs> easy i'll be like i ain't trying to be your father fuck your fort little nigga <laughs> and kick his fucking fort down that's what you'll do yeah <laughs> you gonna teach him about guns and butter yeah basically <laughs> but you know I feel like the way I am I wouldn't it's kind of hard to say I wouldn't be put in that situation you know like I don't know like like with the kid it, like the kid it, it really ain't about you though well, like, it ain't about you no no it's, it's no. about something that you do no I'm saying I'm saying though it, I think if you carry yourself a certain way and because this is obviously a younger kid saying this to you, right? Or it could be a could be an older kid. It could be an older. Oh, um, like that sounds like some young shit to say. Like I don't, I don't see myself at seventeen being like, "You ain't my daddy." <laughs> I can see that. I can see it, nigga. You ain't my daddy. And so, and, and, so and so, in different situations. Or different so ages in different that, ages. Wait, you you can't see that though. You can't see that conversation, nigga. You ain't my dad. Okay, so let's go you with that. Tell me what to let's do? go with that at, at a with the eighteen or what um, a seventeen year old, right? I wasn't going there, but since I mean, since we talked about well, it, well, we, well, my my point is is that it differs. It, it would be different for different age groups. Okay, I would handle so let's, it differently let's talk for different age groups. Okay, younger age group. How, so how do you a younger that? age group, like how young are we talking? I don't know, uh, ten to thirteen. Oh, it might be you younger. Th- like, like, like with my situation where where the kid was seven, it wouldn't have even come up like that because I never True. did anything to try to make it seem like I was his daddy. Um, maybe you turned off a uh, Paw Patrol, and it would be like it's time for bed. And okay, so. When when I did step in and start trying to you know um, help out basically, yeah, um, you have to kind of establish, like I always say, uh, it's kind of like dog training. You have to establish pack structure, pack structure. Okay, right. You establish dominance, and I'm not saying you got to do it by holding them down on the on the floor by the scruff of his neck, but I'm just saying. When you show that you don't take shit in your fair, though, right? Um, I think the respect is there to where that would have never even came up. And like with his father, it's not like I was ever trying to go against anything his father told him or I never said that, you know, whatever your father told you was wrong. I never did no shit like that. He again, he saw me hanging out with his father Um so I don't feel like that would have ever even happened. Okay. Um, 
That's at the young age. And I feel like that would carry over for any ages, to be honest, uh, a little older. And then, like, if you're talking about the oldest age, you know, so are we going to cap it off at 17? It just sounds ridiculous for a person, you know, older than that to be (laughs) doing that. After, you know, after 17, 18, they shouldn't be in, they shouldn't be in your house anyway. It shouldn't even. Talking like that. It shouldn't, it shouldn't. Talking like that. It shouldn't even be a situation, um, First of all, again, if you listen to this show and then you go into a situation where you're getting serious with a chick and you're about to meet the kids and all that, and you, like, you already know if that kid is that fucking nuts, you shouldn't even be in that situation if you can't take it. <laughs> okay. If you can't take it. I have a friend who has a stepdaughter who's wilding. I mean, she's, she was out all the time, staying out with boys. Mom wasn't really doing shit. It wasn't really much he can do because mom wasn't really supportive. I mean, mom was letting her wild out. And so, you know, he was kind of stressing over this shit because, you know, he looked at her, you know, he tried to treat her like, you know, like his own as best as he could, even though she was older. Right. Yep. Um, she probably was on to bring the structure. And she probably was on that, you know, you ain't my daddy shit. And she had a daddy that was around. So... I don't know, man. I'm not really sure what he could have did. I feel like maybe something was missed there or he didn't do what he needed to do to bond with her or they just, like I said, that pack structure never was was established. All right. So I would say with like a a younger kid. So the reason that this came about, this question came about is because I was talking to a friend. And and this is a and he was being a stepfather to this kid. He'd been around this kid since uh, since she was younger, much younger. Uh, I say about three or four. And her dad ain't about shit. And she so said that. How does she? How does she now? Uh, when she when she, uh, right now, I think she's thirteen or fourteen. And she, she said, said that. It, no, she said it when she was younger. She said it when she was like eight, eight or nine. And okay. it was based on. And it was based on him not a lot so it was a magazine he told me that there was a magazine that like an aunt gave her but the magazine says for 14 and up and he told her you you can't have that magazine you're not old enough she didn't like that so she didn't say it to him she said it to the mom she's like but mom he's not even my real dad and the mom was like oh really mom just smacked her up so the mom was like why don't you go tell him that nah and okay go ahead and she didn't have she ain't had the guts to go tell him that and so she told him don't ever say that again and that was that was so the, so that's the other thing uh and i like that that mom you know had his back on that yeah you know and she kind of checked it immediately um that's the other thing like that that other the actual biological mom in this case has to do that yeah they gotta be on that um if you're gonna be dealing with this man and this man is going all out to take care of you or try to be there for you be in a relationship for you and treat your kid like that's his own kid when the kids start wilding out like that saying shit like that you gotta come to old boy's defense and mom and mom has to hard check it you know any 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 form of um of of trying to act like 
you're not you equal reason with it or or no yeah. like if if the kid is acting like oh you're not equal you have no control over me nah mom has to mom has to check that because this this person we're talking about a married person we're talking about a married couple at this point right um no so th- in this case they weren't married they were dating they had been dating for years though for 10 years they weren't married <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't say it was ten years. You said she was thirteen. So, uh, you say you've been around since she was three, and she's thirteen now. When she, oh, you yeah, said you said at that point she was only five. It was only five years. Yeah, yeah. And still so five they, years they is a long fucking now, time. And he's, and he's still and he's still around. Oh, I got he's you. Okay, so five. Yeah. So he was around for five years. That's still a long fucking yeah. time. It is, especially when and especially he, when you got the for f- all indications he was doing his best to be a dad to her, and he didn't have any biological kids of his own he was doing his absolute best right. to be a father to her because her biological father wasn't shit so but moms kudos to moms for actually stepping up and checking the situation to make sure that that didn't happen again i would say i wouldn't even take it personal man um especially at that age i think i would just be like actually- i think i would if like if she would have actually said it to him if it was me, I would just be like, "All right," and I would just go, uh, just tell tell the mom and let mom deal with it. Yep, and then you'll be petty after that. Be like, "I would get you some juice, but hey, I ain't your I daddy." You'd <laughs> be like super petty. You come in, you come in with like some burgers and shit, and be like, "I would get my daughter some, but I don't have a daughter in the room, so nah. I guess uh, you're one of these burgers then." <laughs> y'all extra <laughs> I, w- I was gonna suggest the same thing though I was gonna suggest that uh, if that does happen and it's a and it's a young kid who you know is just throwing a tantrum because they're not getting their way and you're trying to give the structure like the same thing like for me I was upset I was a little older but still I was upset I never said that well I was calling my mama's husband so I was basically saying that he ain't my real dad <laughs> but he wasn't. Yeah, he was. I was telling the truth, right? Dude, that, I think that's I the most say, respectful way to say it because you're calling him what he is, and he's not your father. He yeah. is your mother's husband. He's nothing more to you. Yeah. You too fucking old for that. I got a daddy. Yeah, and he's around. And yeah, he's doing exactly. A up job. Exactly. So it should so be easy for you. I don't. I don't need a new teammate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no free agent yeah. spot that's open. None of that. Yeah. Everything's closed for biz. We picked teams already. You came too late, homie. You came a little too late. And you weren't like a trouble kid. Like you know, it, you weren't doing yeah. bad things to school or nothing. Where, like I said, in my situation where I had to help the girl out. Yeah. So. And he wasn't like an all star that was taking us on yachts or nothing. So I mean, the team was the team was the team already. I had the all-star dad already. I was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, you got a young kid that's uh that's saying some wild shit like that. Just relax. They just being mad. They'll get it together. They'll forget they said that shit. But you got a half-grown kid at 17 that's saying like that. You punch him in his mouth. <laughs> so he'll say that shit no more. No, no, no. Don't do that. You go to jail. But, um, yeah, that would be much harder. What do you do for a, a damn near adult? 16, 17, 18, 19, still staying home with mom? Again, I... Coming at you like... Yeah. Coming at you like, yo, you ain't my dad. You don't tell me what to do. 
at that point so i hear what you're saying you're saying that you have to have pack structure how how long how long have how long have they been around or how long you been around them see all these things matter so i mean i think it's different for each situation like if you just popped up it would be like well first of all if if i just popped up you know just around for a couple years and they 17 yeah i don't really feel like again i don't feel like there should be a situation where they have to say that like what the fuck did i do to make them say some (laughs) stuff like that i'm i'm just not that type uh, of person you told them that yo i need you to you know, you need to wash that bowl out, that cereal bowl. You need to wash that out since you just ate cereal before you go out. You know what I'm saying? You need to make sure you... I just and they say... And, 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 okay, cool. All right, cool. So, in the end, they say, you're not my daddy. You don't tell me what to do. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So, I'm going to let your mom know. And that's it. That's, that's, that's pretty much... That would be the way I would handle it. And... I don't know, man. Like, at that age... I don't even feel like I really even need to be involved with that kid like that. Yeah, they they, they did pretty much all the growing they need. Yeah, to and if they need your help, they'll ask you. <laughs> and and if I I don't know if I would say like, uh, hey, you better get that. Di-. You know, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't be like, hey, you got wash that dish. You messed it up. I'm like, hey, you better get that dish clean before your mom gets home. I mean, that's like the way I would word it. I wouldn't just word it like, hey, go pick this shit up. I don't know, man. Like it's just it. it this, that's a that's a tough one for me. Yeah, I feel that. Or maybe maybe you've been around for two or three years. You know, when they was fourteen, they seventeen now. Still too old. And okay, they twelve. Say that they twelve and they seventeen now. You've been around for five years. You know, when kids start rebelling as teenagers, everybody's a casualty. They don't give a damn who they're rebelling against, and they tell you. Who you talking to? You ain't my dad. Who you talking to? You ain't telling me nothing. You've been around yeah. for five years. Yeah, I still would probably do the same thing. I would be like, you're right. You can go ahead and go ahead and do what you want to do. <laughs> you know what? And I'm with that. I, I would agree with that. I would probably take the same approach as well. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, you can't fight the kid. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is get your ass whooped, number one. <laughs> That's the last yeah. thing you want to do. Because you'll never get that respect. But hell, the woman wouldn't even respect you after that. Uh, and then, you know, the next thing is just to see how that woman is going to fix it. Yeah. Like, what is she going to do to fix it? Because if she can't fix it, you might need to stop that situation. You know what I'm saying? Or you might need to move out or you might need. Yeah, you might need to. That's that's some ammunition to break up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if if the kid is staying there and you trying to be there or you trying to be together and the kid is like giving you a really hard time and she not doing anything to fix it. She don't have control over her kid. That might be a reason not to deal with her. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying about the little kid, man. That's what I was saying. Like when you when you see he was being Negro Domus again. You hey, when you see that the kid is out of control, are you really about that life to step in and try to help out with that shit? You know, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. So, oh, and uh, one last thing. So uh, back going back to being the new guy, and so with the kid I was talking about. I would like to think 
so I know in his in his young mind, you know, and maybe for the years to come, he might think I was an asshole. He could. I don't know. I would like to think he wouldn't because I did try to do some good things and have fun times and that kind of stuff with him. Um, I definitely feel like it definitely outweighed the the uh, the bad stuff or the what he could perceive as negative times. Yeah, but, the unhappy times. But um. I mean, basically, man, my goal, like, especially when showing him was just how a guy should be treating his mom. Yeah. You know, a guy, whoever might come along later, you know, this is how your mom should be treated. This is how you should treat a woman. So hopefully he at least got that out of it. He probably didn't. He probably don't give a fuck. You know, but <laughs> but that's the other thing, man. I was getting so... um just fucking stressed about like dealing with stuff with him man it was just <laughs> like i said it, I, it, I learned a lot about myself there you go i learned a lot that, man. that young man had way too much control of, of the situation yeah on her side and your side because if they stressing out adults yeah that's rough that's a rough time you know what i'm saying yeah man and if nothing else stepdads step boyfriends people that's coming in the picture the new guy the the least you can do is be a fucking role model okay because if the kid already don't have nobody in their life they don't need another fucking deadbeat so if you know you're gonna be a deadbeat don't get with a chick that got kids you know what i'm saying so be accountable be a leader lead by example and just what jaren was just saying man just make sure you Show the kid how a woman is supposed to be treated. Don't be going in there being a jackass and bringing a lot of turmoil because they probably already have a difficult life because it's their mom is a single parent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't make shit harder to have two people in the house and shit is still hard. You know how disappointing that is? Like, why are you even here? You know that that phrase, I could do bad by myself? Right. Like, yo, we was hurting before you got here, dog. Like, Shit's supposed to be better now that you're around. My mom's getting dick on a frequent basis. You're supposed to be making her happy. You know what I'm saying? At least bring some fucking snacks into the house. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dog, at least make... Like, she should be happier with you around, bro. Don't be coming around and you making her more mad. Because I ain't going to want you there either. We were like, yo, you going to tell this... Like, when you going to stop him from coming around? You just, you just mad all the time when he here. So, yeah, that ain't no good, man. That ain't no fucking good. All right, you got anything to close it out, Jaren? You got you got something? No, I'm good, man. Just stay, you know, kicking out them forts. <laughs> you know what that's from, Keep right? Teaching about guns and better. Yeah, man, kicking them forts down, bro. <laughs> All right, you could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you listening to us, and we definitely appreciate that. You know what Jaren said. We the only media you should be listening to. But in case you cheating on us, make sure you check for us. Keep us in the rotation. We have another production, the Corporate Streets Powercast. We read the book, The 48 Laws of Power. You need to check it. Jaren, whatever you're doing right now, stop it because it's making a lot of noise. Yeah, I see that. Sorry. Damn. We closing out, dog. Put that shit down. My bad, man. I'm trying to see what's on the ground. All right. Whether you corporate, whether you street, you want control of your life, 
I ain't looking at that. Those look hard. Those are actually pretty hard. IKEA Yeezys. Oh, <laughs> those are pretty hard, dog. The color scheme. Whether you're corporate or whether you're street, regardless of your mentality, take control of your life. We know you want that power. Go check out the PowerCast. If you want to email us, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You need help handling the situation, drop us a line. We are the advice connoisseurs. You can hit us up on Twitter, at CorpStreets, and you know what you listen to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who tell their three-year-old to play sleep in a stroller at the entry point to Disneyland because we ain't paying $110 to get them in. Peace. Dog, two and under or free? Tell me why a three-year-old is going to be $110. What can they possibly do? What can they possibly do yeah. for me to be $110? Two, three, same shit, dog. We out. I ain't paying. <laughs>